This is a HeadGum Podcast. This is the Dumbbells, the personal fitness podcast where we, I'm Eugene Cordero. And me, I'm Ryan Stanger, have discussions and answer questions on all things health and fitness. This is solely based on our own working experience, a little bit of bro science. So please keep in mind that we're not doctors. We've never claimed to be. Never. No. Just, just a, couple a couple of dumbbells. Of dumbbells. Love ourselves. Fitness. Want to help you with yours. And the help can start right now. It can. Right now. I mean, now. hopefully the help started when we when we started the very first episode. So yeah. we shouldn't be saying that anymore. Yeah. yeah. And the help sh- can start right now. And then it should just go until we stop helping. And yeah. It should be forever known that the help has started and it's still coming yeah, and, yeah, uh, yeah. We the yeah. help continues right now. Ooh, maybe yeah, we have like to that. change too. And the help continues, but then that's also being cocky, like we've already helped anybody. Yeah, I feel like we've hurt everybody's progress. We've hurt some progress for sure, intentionally. Sure. Ten- keep, yeah, yeah, yeah. We got to keep people tuning in. So. Yeah. So you got to throw them some fucking fake so shit. So we throw in, yeah, we throw in some sugar bombs so they can just put on some LBs, you know. Yeah, hate themselves for a hot minute. The Milky Way challenge, you know that was. We, uh, yep, yep. That one a little we, more uh, transparent than one of our sponsors for a while was that um, Carnival mirror, you know, to yeah. make you look different, and yeah. uh, and a bunch of people got it, you know. Yeah. Promo code <laughs> dumbbells, you know, for thirty percent <laughs> off of your Carnival mirror. Yeah. Uh, which they called the True Self mirror, and then you know. Right. Um, yeah, that then, was a real barn burner for us. That was yeah. a real bonanza. Get yourself. That was a real. Yeah. Get yourself the uh, the true self mirror. The true self mirror, carnival mirror. You ever get bored with just looking normal in the mirror? Yeah. You want to know what how people actually see you? Yeah. Get the true yeah. self mirror. Get the true self mirror. Uh, um, and if you stand taller, then you have a huge upper body. And then yeah. if you squat down a little bit, then you have huge calves. You can get your little face to do like a yeah, big, yeah. big forehead yeah. and a little sucked in mouth. The like that, um the like uh Bowinkle uh the Rocky and Bowinkle face. Yeah, the Rocky Bowinkle mm-hmm. face. Everybody knows that. A little moose, a little moosey. <laughs> that 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 we're looking at pre uh pre like Fontaine N- Nintendo Switch oh, video. Yeah. Prefontaine. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're looking at without limits, prefontaine, Oregon <laughs> distance running. Um Eugene, Oregon. No, uh, er, before video games, you know, were so portable, you could really have a blast just looking at a carnival mirror. <laughs> no, yeah. I, oh, yeah. I'd laugh my fucking ass off looking at that thing and trying to get my body to do all the weird shit in it. Also, before, like, you know, handheld games or electronics, you could really enjoy a drive sitting in the backseat. Oh, yeah. I used to watch the uh, like the orchards and stuff pass, and I would like move my head with it, and then keep sure. it still, and then it would all blur. I was thinking the carnival mirror made me think of Disneyland. My my family, we went on a trip to Disneyland when my sister, my older sister Heather, and I were really little, and we went in the haunted mansion. And at the end, you sit in those pods, and you kind of for anybody that hasn't gone, you just kind of go around through this on a dark track, and there's. You know, oh, right. The mirror thing. Yeah. Fun, spooky stuff that you see. And it ends with this mirror and the, you're the little kind Wait, of pop- don't spoil it. Say you got to say spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. We're going to give you the ending here. Who have never been on the haunted mansion. Uh, the little pod swivels around and faces the mirror. And there's some kind of hologram image 
that you could see in the mirror of a ghost that's sitting in Tupac. the pod with you. It's Tupac. It's Tupac. It's always Coachella. Tupac. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or uh, what was the other one we saw? Kardashian's dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Robert yeah. Kardashian. So it's either Robert Kardashian or Tupac. Or it's Tupac and Tupac goes, all eyes on me. <laughs> Mountain zombie bitches when we run. Uh, <laughs> And uh, it spins around and there's one in there. And so my mom was sitting in between us and uh, there was this big old ghost and it was, it looked like it was sitting on my mom and my sister and I laughed so hard hmm. and for, we were young enough for a year or two after we could get ourselves crying from laughing, thinking about that ghost that was sitting on our mom. We so thought it was good. the funniest fucking thing. I thought that shit looked so real. Sure. It blew my little fucking eight-year-old mind man you were eight uh, maybe even younger maybe six something like that do you what, what's your earliest do you remember how old you were when you like earliest memory type thing yeah i can go way back i can you go can? way back yeah i can go you know getting close to three that kind of yeah yeah wow. i've got a pretty good memory of a a christmas when we still, we, I lived for a short time in Southern California before my family picked up sticks and moved to Idaho. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I remember a Christmas celebration to where picked up and went to the sticks. You mean went to the sticks, baby picked up, picked up, uh, our dicks and went out to the sticks. Yeah. Is that it? Yeah. I think that's what yep, the that's exactly. Is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's the Idaho <laughs> motto. Yeah. Shake your dicks. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, I remember getting it, ha it, having it, going to a special Christmas party celebration and seeing a very real looking Santa and he gave me an actual gift. It was one of those because it was a, a smaller kind of work Christmas party for my grandfather okay. and I got a Flintstones uh, electric train. And, wow. and so I just was thinking about that a while back and I asked my mom about it and she said, man, that was... I know that Christmas party, and that was when we lived in San Juan Capistrano area, and so you were, you know, two, three range in there. Wow. Yeah. And so, because you got to be careful, because sometimes you'll hear stories of when you were young, and then you yes. kind of create yeah. the memory around that, but that one seems to be pretty... But do like, you remember, do you remember playing with that train a lot? Yeah, I remember, I remember the See, train, I remember getting it from the Santa, and then I remember it, you know, what it was. It was a big time present, it felt like. Yeah. But since it was kind of like um, ongoing, you'd always remember the Santa because you would be playing with the train. So then I think that's what that, helped burn it in yeah, there. That burned it in there. Yeah. 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 I'm that's always curious of which, what, what are the ones that Quincy's holding on to from like these formidable years, early, early years of three to four, especially yes. during um, quarantine here. I mean, so, you know, the day to day, he's not going to, but I'm sure that yeah. there's going to be a couple of these. Uh, Q's four now. Yeah, he's foreign change. Foreign change. My guy's ten. Here's what I here's what I start tripping off of now. Um, being an old dad is uh, I'll start thinking about. You can really start to remember things when you're nine, ten, and yeah. so I'll I'll think about. I have those vivid memories from that age, and I'll think about where my dad is and what he was doing, and I'm you know around that age or a little bit older now. Yeah, yeah. And so that's really weird to think, think of like when I can really point to my childhood and remember things and think like, oh shit, my dad was my age or maybe a little bit younger than I was. Sure. And so yeah. that's, you know, you kind of start to uh, draw some comparisons and 
and you can really trip off of it. Cause it seems before that I would laugh about it. Oh, at this age, my dad had already bought a house when I was like really floundering around, you know, and my dad, yeah, yeah. my dad always seemed like more of a grown up than I'll be. But, um, but that it still kind of felt abstract. And then now it's, it's really concrete because I'm able to kind of connect it to my own kid. And then my experience now as a dad. Crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. Time flying by. Let's answer a question quick out the gates. Oh yeah. 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 And Let's then uh, I want to catch up with you some more. Nah. Eh? nah. Uh, here's one. That's kind of a fun this is coming to us from AVAC 1976. Can we get some salad picks slash recommendations for the bell babies? I'm always looking to improve my salad game. I like some tips if possible. Thank you. Oh. Salad tips. I always, I don't know. I always go with tri colored peppers. I always do a little bit nice. of red, a little bit of yellow and a little bit of green. Cause I like the crunch. I like Good. that raw crunch. Good crunch. Love it. Yeah, good. And, and I like the water content of it. Like it tastes refreshing. It really does. And you get some good uh, color variety in the yeah. salad. Yeah, yeah. Um, good crunch, good vitamin C in those peppers. Sure. Uh, the bell peppers. And the bell, they, the they, bell babies peppers, yeah. Bell babies peppers. And they add, um, yeah, you're right. They add some weight to it. Yeah, yeah. What kind of lettuce do you do? Do you do, do you try to do spinach? more greens like that or are you just going to just romaine something no i don't go romaine yeah me either no i go stamos i go um i go either like a power green mix type thing <laughs> what that really got you it was funny Come on. i well and it's also because i feel like she made a mistake because romaine uh is a better last name way better <laughs> And she, and she dropped or she kept it, but then added yeah, she hyphened. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I was like, just stick with Romaine, Rebecca but Romaine. You, see, but I remember Romaine Stamos more than I remember Romaine. Rebecca Romaine. What else Stamos. did she do besides uh, the X-Men? Was she? You know what? I don't know. Was she, did she do, was she an, M, did she do an MTV thing before that? Oh yeah. Maybe she was a host. Is that what you mean? Did she do singled out? or something after like McCarthy? After, I don't know. Maybe not. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Uh, it does matter, and we should find out, but we won't. Rebecca Romaine Stamos. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I, I, uh, I, I'll do like a power green mix. Yeah. Or I'll do, uh, I got really big into the, um, the, the living lettuce thing that they sell at grocery stores now, or the uh, butter lettuce. The one that has the root ball connected oh, to it nice. still, so that you just peel off, you know, you're I, I prefer. It live. I prefer a butter lettuce to you know, like a iceberg or a you know Stamos. Romaine. Yeah, Stamos. Conley. What about Conley? She didn't touch his name, right? I don't even know. No, because she's married to him now, right? Yeah, Connell. Connell. That's right, Jerry O'Connell. Yeah, because yeah. she didn't. I think she's still Romaine Stamos, which is weird. <laughs> You think, is she? No, she's no, not. she's not. I I'm bet joking. you she's just straight remain again. Yeah. She, she learned her lesson. Um, Con, I, I fucked up. I fucked up on O'Connell's last name too, man. Shit. Sorry, yeah. dude. Not your fault, man. I've got a, I've got a little brain damage. I got a little name bramage is uh, what the funny people say. Yeah. Um, I, I'm, I'm a sprouts guy. I'm always putting sprouts in my salad. I like doing the broccoli sprouts. Mm -hmm. Uh, and uh, so for the sulfurophane, 
Um, I like uh, I like throwing an avocado in there. I'll throw. A whole, oh yeah. I throw a whole avocado in. Hey, Avac nineteen seventy six. Here's my tip on using an avocado. I don't like to toss the avocado in the salad. I like to you lay it on top. Yeah, I like to toss my salad, which means contort myself to where I can lick my own asshole. No, which means to where I go. Way to take any, any listener we had that was new away. (laughs) People were thinking it even, even like fucking Christian freaks were thinking that toss your own salad. They thought it for one second. Mm -mm. I said it. And then most of the, most of the people that listen to this podcast immediately, immediately thought of Frazier (laughs) and you put it into the fucking doghouse. (laughs) No way Dr. Frazier Crane was eating ass. He's too old for that. Right. Uh, but when you said toss salads, they were like in scrambled eggs. And yeah. then you turned it into this, you know. They call it again. Uh, <laughs> Zach Oyama, former guest of the show, recommended a uh, a clip of Kelsey Grammer performing uh, like laugh jazz to where he does. He, he just laughs over and over and it's in some tone that's a song really really weird yeah (laughs) and like it makes a little tune or something that's strange (laughs) very strange uh so yeah i'll i'll cut that whole avocado and then i'll lay it on the top after the salad's dressed and tossed got it um because i feel like it gets mushy otherwise yeah i like to or if you mix it in then it clumps everything together and these weird little yeah like uh you remember those uh those uh popcorn balls it was like a ball yeah. that would, yeah, that would be, what held it together? Was it marshmallows? Was it the same yeah. as like a Rice Krispie? I think it no? was, yeah, some kind of melted marshmallow or maybe butter and sugar concoction. Okay, yeah. To kind of give it, uh, it and I, you would see those a lot at school, kind of potlucks. Yes. And I would eat them, and they, they weren't really good, and you never no. really, <laughs> who knows Pointless. why they were made, yeah. but um, I did like them, but they weren't good. I think they were just popular at the time, right? It was like a popular, um, you know, your mom either made brownies or those or. Yeah, they're pretty easy and cheap, I think. Yeah. Um, And and very portable. Like a kid, you could have one. Each kid could kind of have one. You didn't need a plate to eat it off of. Yeah. Um, I'm curious. I'd I'd try one now just to see if I could get any kind of nostalgia. Yeah. Leverage. Uh, Yeah. Selling them. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Big Stang's popcorn balls. <laughs> <laughs> hey, promo code dumbbells for Big Stang's popcorn balls. Yo, you guys, we got to get rid of these. I got to unload these things. So please, um, my garage is full. Uh, um, I, I Yes, I would do that. Um, I'm, I'm into the same avocado mentality as you to add them after the fact. Um, I'm also... Um, one of those people who salt and pepper it after it's already tossed yeah. and everything too. Yeah, I add cracked pepper after tossed. Yeah. Not I don't like tossing it with that stuff in there. I like to no. see what I'm doing. And I like it on top for some reason. I, same. Yeah. And uh, I'll do some, you know, if I'm really getting wild, I'll throw in some artichoke hearts, mm-hmm. um, some grilled artichoke hearts. Uh and I'm, I'm usually, if I'm having it as a meal, I'm adding a protein to it. So sure. grilled chicken thighs, you know, salmon, something like that. I'll throw Are some you, walnuts on a, there. What about a hard boiled egg? Are you an egg guy? Um, I, I was, and I do like that. 
uh, but I don't have it as much now because I, I omitted eggs from my diet. Um, just in case they cause any inflammation, they can Oh, when did that happen? Is been, that a while, been a while now. Oh. It's been a couple of years now, maybe five, oh, wow. five years or so now, which I used to have them a lot. That. Uh, the incredible edible egg ad mm-hmm. campaign really worked on me. So I was yeah. nuts about them for a while. Uh, but, uh, I, I phased them out just to see if I got, you know, an improved inflammatory response, maybe un- unclear if I am or not, but five years now, still unclear. Yeah. I mean, there's a, there's a bunch of stuff that I, that I threw into there with that and I still kind of oh, avoid. So uh, yeah, eggs is one of them. Do you, do you have eggs yeah. a lot? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, um, you know, I will have egg whites or eggs. Um, it, it's not an everyday thing, but it is something that I like to add to my salad. Every day I'm eating eggs. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you like the yolk in the hard boiled egg? I do. Yeah. I prefer the, the egg white in the hard boiled. You do. Yeah. In the hard boiled? In the hard boiled. Yolk, yeah. I don't mind in anything else, but hard boiled. Yeah. I feel like there's not a lot of flavor in that yolk. Really? Yeah. Huh. <laughs> I feel like there's no flavor in the whites, but I just I feel, eat it. I feel like they, maybe they're, maybe I'm just looking at them as a vessel for the salt and pepper. Yeah. You're salt and peppering yeah. the whites. Yeah, that's true. So they're, yeah. they're getting that, they're getting hit. They're getting hit with the, um, the flavor, the fl- flavor packets, flavor yeah. town, as Fieri would say. <laughs> outstanding oh my son hunter would love that outstanding oh um avac i think i I I saw this uh thing sorry about that for guy fieri i saw this thing where um they were um saying how um you can tell if guy fieri actually loves it or not oh yeah i have my own theories on that too and it's like the second it's the it's the continue to eat yeah um versus asking questions Mm. he'll like continue to eat it if he really likes it and just goes, good job, and then gives him a pound, or he'll ask a bunch of questions after he takes one bite and just kind of point to things. And there's like, there you have it. <laughs> that's true. I used you to know, watch- be like, so that's beef, huh? That's just all beef. Uh, I can picture mm-hmm. it right now. That's pretty good. I, yeah. I could totally picture it. I used to watch that show all the time. They were just, sure. they would just run it on repeat. Yeah. Diners, divings and drives. Triple D's, which is a weird kind of like breast reference or something, right? Going. I mean, on there. again, I don't think anybody was at that point, and you did it. I'm maybe the represent the horny listener base. Yeah. Um. But uh. And then I was thinking about that show because it seemed fun, but it's got to kind of be a drag, right? Just a lot of travel and just eating tons of garbage to to the point where it takes the fun out of it. Sure. I mean, it would be fun sure. to do once a month. Well, that's why I feel like. I I, th- I feel like that's more of a thing to enjoy than like man versus food. Yeah. Where it's just like you have to do yes. the gluttonous challenge every time. Like you can't survive. Right. That's yes. Like, it's not like a that, stunt. You know. Yeah. It's, it's like the Doughboys doing a show every week. It's got to be rough on them. It is. I listen and it's they, it's a yeah, constant battle. It's a constant battle for those guys. Yeah. They're just, they just did their tournament of champions March munch madness oh nice and uh, it was all sweet treats <laughs> oh man <laughs> which they thought was going to be better for some reason they sure then yeah but they yeah it was great though i i agreed with a lot of their takes uh okay so tell me eugene what's going on with you these days 
Um, are we talking? Uh, are we talking salads and nutrition wise? Or yeah, I guess since we we started with that, we're we're jumping into that side first. I, I mean, I'm feeling pretty good. I've um, you know, uh, I'm still, you know, palm system measuring things and feeling great about like uh, you know portions. the amount of portions and intake I am taking as far as protein and stuff. And you know, and and like I said, I, I'm sure I could go back to my fitness pal or whatever and see what it is exactly that I'm doing, but I'm feeling good enough where I'm so happy I don't have to do it. Cause you know, my fitness pal for me was never a gamified thing where it was like, I liked doing it. It was just something that I was doing to keep an eye on it and see what was going on. Some people love to gamify it and get everything in there and, you know, barcode scan things and put yeah. it in. I get that lifestyle. That's cool. If that's what keeps you motivated, go for it. Um, and I think it's worth it when you, you know, want to really lock in what you're taking in every day. But I feel like I'm at the point now, especially with the amount of, um, you know, what, what the shooting schedule is right now. It's just nice to just look at my palm and know that, you know, I'm, you know, I'm doing two handfuls of proteins and three handfuls of, of greens or my, you know, uh, veggies, you know, um, two handfuls of carbohydrates. I mean, the, the big thing for me is that my carbohydrates and um, protein amounts are almost the same. Mm. And uh, as far as that palm method, yeah. as far as like how many servings of my, you know, um, obviously it's a, you know, change between a like cupped hand, which is the carbohydrates and then the size of my palm for the right. protein. But, you know, as far as amount of... Um, servings is almost the same. So, uh, so that's been good. And, you know, and I've felt great. I mean, the shooting schedule has gotten longer and I'm, I'm not feeling like I'm losing anything. Um, I, I mean, I'm like losing any energy, right? Um, who knows Get, getting enough nutrition in getting enough, you know, still feeling like I can work out the days that I'm working out, um, with that amount of food and feeling like I'm not, you know, um, losing any uh, like losing any um muscle and uh and I'm I'm feeling refreshed after workouts and waking up and everything. The one thing that I did change back to though is um going still eating within my window now again. Yeah. I I was trying to do breakfast and it was just it was just too it was starting to stress me out to try to fit it in. Yeah. And instead just moving those servings into my bigger lunch, it just felt um, easier and, and better for me. Like I was just like, you know, especially with the shooting schedule again, and just like lifestyle wise, like I'd rather, I just feel so much better getting up, having a couple, a, a couple cups of coffee, some water, uh, starting my day. And then when I feel hungry later, which is usually around noon or one, I just have a, a big meal. Yeah. Um, so people listen to the show with Nancy and she, she's on pretty strict meal prep right now. And it's, it's, she's having fun with that. And, um, just seeing her go through that something I've definitely done before, but I will say that I enjoy not having to, yeah. it's yeah. a, it's a huge relief and, um, less of a burden to not have to plan those first two meals or whatever. And like, there's a lot of, uh, I think what you're talking about is an eating disorder jokes that people will make about intermittent fasting. And I'm sure that certainly does happen and it can be a yeah. negative trigger for people. 
it's not for me. I have no problem getting enough calories in, whether I'm eating for 45 seconds a day or 24 hours a day. Sure, I sure, will get same. whatever I need to do. You know, my body will not let me get out of it right. otherwise. I'm very lucky in that respect. And so th- truly like the intermittent fasting is just, it's almost a convenience thing for me. Same, same. Yeah. Same. And I, I'm with you, Eugene. Like and I I'm actually also, do feel biologically more hungry later in the afternoon, which yeah. is I'm sure unique to something in my genes or my body type or whatever that other people may not have. And I tried to muscle through the fact of having some food in my system before I worked out. And it's just not, um, if I work out in the morning, now, I'm used to, if I'm working out in the evening or something like that, um, having food in my system, it's not like I, you know, but that morning workout, I just, I'm so used to finding the energy. Um, from somewhere else. From somewhere else. And, uh, from your toes. And yeah, I got, I got toe energy, you know what I mean? From your butt cheeks, from your fucking elbows. Yeah, I got bows and toes at fucking energy, bro. <laughs> Going hard from the toes of the bows. Eugene, bows and toes. <laughs> <laughs> Luda. <laughs> That's when Luda came out of the gates and everybody was like, what's going on? Oh, man. He Cadillac was so like, grills. Uh, yeah. Check out the oil. My Cadillac spill. <laughs> I just remember uh, uh, that one he did where uh, he was talking about the girl that he likes. And uh, he talks about a parade. Macy's. I can't remember. <laughs> Because the song's full of similes and, you know, it's always like, this is like this and this is like that. Sure, and then one sure. of them he doesn't do and he just says like, parade. And he thinks that, <laughs> oh, it's just a parade. And then it's Macy's. Yeah. I, don't, I can't remember what, I can't remember what the fucking song was, but yeah, he had a lot of funny, fun raps. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He had a lot of fun raps. That's a, that's what your your kid would hate you to say if he started rapping. You got a bunch of fun raps. <laughs> I mean, how else would you describe? So what do you Luda? think of that? What do you think of that, That's Dad? A fun rap. Hey, you know what? That was a fun rap, son. Cute. It's cute. You're doing good. Keep at it. Yeah, it's a fun cute. rap. Very cute. Very uh, cute. God damn! I want. It's driving me crazy that I can't think of that song, but I won't. But yeah, but uh, you know, uh, as far as nutrition wise, I've, I've just if I've gotten back into the intermittent fasting more for convenience and how I feel than any kind of um, you know eating disorder and. and or, or may or even a portion control thing because I, I um the um the palm method thing for me in in the way that I was doing it, which was kind of following the street parking template way of of um of eating and um which you know I'm still really big into which we can talk about that later but um uh it's a lot of food. Yeah. So it's not like I'm like, oh, I want to eat less food. It's just like I think because I'm it, it is so much f- more food. I'm have my window, but for some reason I'm able to like feel better by kind of clumping them in a little bit more. Yeah, yeah. Uh, than spreading them out. I mean, I it's it's truly more work for me to ram calories in early than it is just to wait a little bit. Yeah. That to, that yeah. to me feels like the, the challenge. It's not like I'm, you know, licking my lips and having my hands tremble every time I open the refrigerator waiting for that, you know, first meal to be able to, that right. I can have. It's, it's actually easier. So I can't, 
I mean, I, it's not like it's any great testament to my willpower or anything like that. The song is My Chick Bad. My Chick Bad. My Chick Good. My Chick. Yeah. Do stuff that your chick wish she could. Mm-hmm. Uh, Heard of it. Yeah. That's anyway. That's it. That's the parade Macy's. Uh, check it out if you'd like to hear it. Uh, another quick question. I'll answer this really quick. Let's do it. Corby Stagram says, Stang, mm-hmm. when you say you do uh, research on supplements, what sites are legit, trustworthy, and what are the red flags? Thanks. Um, I, really quick, the one that I use a lot is Labdoor. Labdoor is a good third party. They 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 test their stuff. They test out different supplements that are kind of the leaders, and then they rank them on purity, i.e. what's in there, and then also how closely they adhere to what the label says. Mm-hmm. Um I'm sure there are some flaws with Labdoor and they don't have everything on there. So you'll, you'll try something, you pu- you'll put it in there and it's not on there. Um, I would say the red flags to kind of look out for anything that's sponsored by a food or supplement company. And they can yeah. sometimes be a little tricky with that. Uh, so I guess just do a little bit of research, but Labdoor is the one I tend to kind of look at the most. Um, and then let's see. I don't have a ton of experience here. Maybe you do, Eugene. Chrissy Yeo asks, chiropractors, friend or foe? Sometimes they seem a little witch doctory, but it would be nice to get my back cracked. What's your take? I've never been to one. You know, people swear by them. Yeah. Um, you know, people swearing by cupping and that and, you know, that kind of uh, that stuff. And I've never done any of them, you know, other than like a massage or something, but. Uh, never gotten like a chiropractor session in to like align me or whatever. Um, and, and I always think about it. I just, it just was never, it's just never been a thing that I've ever, th- I would think about it, but I've never actually gotten close to the idea of spending money on it. Yeah. Um, I'm with you, uh, Chrissy Yeo. Uh, witch doctory. Here's what I'll say. I- I've been to some. Uh, I think the good thing about a chiropractor is uh, they they are looking at a lot of different bodies. They are hands-on and they're the way that they kind of make their money is how fast they can get people up and going again. And so mm-hmm. there's some that ba- are, that just want to want you to come in and they want to crack your back and, in a bunch of different ways and then have you buy 50 sessions of that. And you don't really get much out of it. Like, I don't know how much your life is going to change for the better. If you just have to go in once a week and have somebody shove your spine around, is that, is there going to be lasting benefit to that? Probably not, but there are some chiropractors now, especially that do that are, that do kind of operate in the physical therapist realm. And so they're doing some soft tissue stuff where they're kind of hands-on massage, you know, maybe some joint manipulation in a safe way. And then they're also giving you some exercises that you can do. And then an icing kind of protocol, maybe do some ultrasound while you're in there. And I think if you're getting that out of it, it could be really good. You know, if you have, if you have an affected joint and you, and you have somebody in there that, that has seen a lot of those and, uh, is doing some, some, you know, some soft tip tissue manipulation there, you can promote some healing, you know, it's, you do want, you do need those things to kind of move around a little bit. And so that, that can be good. And I, so I would just kind of, um, 
I would be do your research on these the, these chiropractors that you're going to see, and then make sure that you're getting something beyond just them wanting to adjust you and have that be it. Uh, right. If that makes sense, because it I mean, makes it, sense to me. Yeah. Yeah. Cause there's got, you know, like Franco Colombo was a chiropractor and, uh, you know, there, so there are, it does operate in the kind of health and fitness world. And there can be some real, some really good synergy there. Um, you know, that go beyond just some, somebody trying to fucking, you know, snap your back and make a buck or that girl, that girl I told you about that, that fucking had a stroke. The guy like snapped their neck or some shit. Wait, what? Yeah. I, I'm sorry for bringing this up, but she, uh, she was getting some kind of like joint manipulation and the guy and like it, it severed her carotid artery or something. Oh my gosh. And she died. And she was like, a, she was a fitness model. I knew her from the gym. I used to work out at what? stop seeing her. And then, uh, and then in like another kind of mutual friend from that gym post, I saw an RIP thing for her. Jeez. Yeah. She was small. I don't know if she had some other shit going on and then it got aggravated Still, by yeah. that, but yeah, I mean, just be careful how much you're letting somebody snap your neck around. Oh my goodness. Big Rye here, interrupting today's episode to talk to you guys about your bodies. Look, this is a podcast about health and fitness. We're going to have to have the occasional discussion about your bodies. That's just the way it goes. In this instance, I'm particularly concerned with what you're putting in your bodies and whether or not you know exactly what that is. You deserve to know, guys. I want that for you. You should want it for yourselves. Are you taking a multivitamin? Uh, if you're not, you should be. And if you are taking one, can you tell me what's in that multivitamin? Can you speak to the integrity of the ingredients, the supposed nutrients and vitamins that are in that multivitamin you're taking? I was in the camp that couldn't. I, I was taking a multivitamin on and off for years. I'm a pretty informed guy. And I was just basically trusting what the label said. Uh, I hoped that I was getting a good multivitamin. I didn't know for sure, though. I didn't do my due diligence on that, and that's on me. That's something I'm going to have to live with for the rest of my life. And I hope I didn't, you know, give my kids any issues because of that. Dad's always beating himself up about not knowing what was in his multivitamin. Well, look, I'm saved now because of ritual multivitamins. They're offering clean, vegan-friendly formulas with high-quality nutrients and bioavailable forms that your body can actually use. You're not going to find any sugars, GMOs, major allergens, no synthetic fillers, no artificial colorants. It's just the stuff you want. Ritual sent me some vitamins a couple of months back. I love the fact that they're coming regularly to my house. I'm, I'm never without my, my multivitamin. There's no lapses in me taking them, which would happen before. I'd run out and I just you know, didn't have the energy to get out to the store. I'd keep forgetting whatever it is. Now I just, they show up. It's a no brainer. I take them regularly so I can get the maximum benefit. I also like the fact that they're, uh, they're, they're designed to be delayed release. So I could take them any time of day. There's no restrictions on when I can take them. No windows. You know, you're sometimes you're having stuff where you're like, you got to take this two hours after you eat. And so you're trying to time that up and you have a meal and you take a walk. And next thing you know, six hours have gone by and you miss the window for your vitamin. And then you're like, do I just eat a piece of bread and take this two hours later? You know, anyway, you don't have to worry about that with ritual. Delayed release formula in their capsules. I also love the fact that I know exactly what I'm taking. Thanks to traceable. Ritual is made with traceable. 
You're always going to know what nutrients you're taking and where they come from thanks to Ritual's one-of-a-kind visible supply chain. Major. And they're designed with every life stage in mind. They're now available for men, women, teens, scientifically developed to help support different life stages. I have a wonderful niece named Catherine. Great kid, 18 years old. She should be taking a different multivitamin than her uncle Ryan. We don't need to be taking the same multivitamin, all right? She deserves something that's right for her, and I sure as hell deserve something that's right for me as a grown man. But she's an 18-year-old kid. She needs something completely different than what I'm taking. So good. She's got hers. I got mine. That's great. What a world we're living in, thanks to Ritual. Um, yeah, like I said, they make your, uh, your healthy habits easy. They're coming to your door every month with free shipping always. You can start, snooze, or cancel your subscription anytime. If you don't love Ritual within your first month, they'll refund your first order. So give it a shot. You don't like it? Get it refunded. You got nothing to lose. You got nothing to lose except a, a lack of nutrients, right? That makes sense, right? That's the proper use of a double negative. Uh, we're offering you guys a deal. I'm going to tell you about that. What you got to do is you got to get key and nutrients without the BS. Ritual is offering our listeners 10% off your first three months. Visit ritual.com slash dumbbells to start your ritual today. That's ritual.com slash dumbbells to start your ritual today. I want to talk to you guys about BetterHelp, one of our great sponsors for today's episode. You guys, Eugene and I want you to be happy. We want you to live your best lives. We want you to achieve all your goals. You absolutely deserve it. Easier said than done, though, right? Easy for Big Rye to say, I want you to be happy. What does that mean? Maybe you have something blocking you. Maybe you have something stopping you from getting to that optimum state of balance. I did. I can speak from personal experience. You guys know this about me. I, I was compulsive eating a few years back. I had set some really specific health and fitness goals, and I wasn't getting there because I was suffering from compulsive eating. Couldn't control it. And I really felt like there was something wrong with me. I felt like I was failing every day. And that affected my happiness a great deal. It, after a lot of stops and starts and struggle, I ultimately landed with the right therapist and they were able to give me some skills and tools that I used to overcome it. And I'm in a good place now, but it was a lot more painful and drawn out than it should have been. I wish that I had access to better help at the time. Better help assesses people's needs and matches you with your own licensed professional therapist in a safe and private online environment. So it's very convenient. And you can start communicating in under 48 hours. So less than two days, you're, you're, you're getting in there with somebody and they're helping you. It's fast and it's convenient. It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It is professional counseling done securely online. And I love the online component of it because a part of the struggle for me was driving out to see all these different therapists. It took a while to find the right person. And so I'm driving all over town, spending a lot of time in the car. And, you know, I took some meetings that felt like a waste and skipped on some other ones that might've been good because I just didn't like the inconvenience of it. Uh, it was just a lot, you know, it's a lot to kind of drag all your issues with you 
and put them in front of somebody if it's not going to be the right fit or it's not going to be fulfilling. Uh, maybe you live in an area to where you don't have access to the right kind of counselor. That's where BetterHelp can really assist because they have licensed professional counselors who specialize in depression, stress, anxiety, relationships, sleeping trauma, anger, family conflicts, LGBT matters, grief, self-esteem. So whatever you got going on, they're going to have somebody for you. If you live in a more rural area or you know just an area that doesn't have one of those components or another one, that's where BetterHelp can really assist. Everything you share is confidential. Uh, you don't have to wait in a waiting room, right? There's nothing uncomfortable about it. And they're so committed to, uh, to facilitating great therapeutic matches, they make it easy and free to change counselors if you need. So you start with somebody, it's not the right fit. It's free and easy to switch. It's not like my situation where, you know, I got stuck with this guy for two or three sessions because he was just really pushy about scheduling the next one. And I would do, I would agree to it. And then I'd show up there and I knew this guy wasn't right. And I was going to have to find somebody else, but he's really persuasive and a good salesman. And so there, you know, I, I wasted, you know, three, four sessions on this guy. And I wish that I was just doing something online where I could just say, Hey, you know what? Better help. Not, not the right fit. Give me somebody better. Give me somebody different. Easy. Boom. And you don't have to take my word for it. You can check out the testimonials they post every day on their website. Uh, so many people have been using BetterHelp that they are recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states. So I want you guys to start living a happier life today. As a listener, you're going to get 10% off your first month by visiting our sponsor at betterhelp.com dumbbells. Join over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health. Again, that's BetterHelp. H E L P dot com slash dumbbells. Uh, Logan Burnett says, do either of you focus on any Olympic lifts looking at changing my physique and want to see what these uh, would accomplish? You, you have a platform in a bar and mm -hmm. so you're mm -hmm. definitely doing some Olympic stuff and have done a lot in the past. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, uh, as far as like the, the snatch and the cleans and all of those lifts, um, you know, um, and like jerks and all that stuff. I, I mean, it's just feeling comfortable within movements for me is what, uh, you know, um, I like, I like the, I like the math of it a lot. I like the, the, the technical aspect of it, um, more than I'm thinking about any kind of weight. I, I think I've been cleaning or snatching the same weight for, multiple years now okay um, and not trying to get better and not trying to go up in weight um you know I, I i end up going up in weight a little bit here and there or, or trying it but it's not a goal to like you know try to you know clean and jerk you know 250 or 300 pounds or anything like that but i do you know um focus on sometimes doing it just for repetitions so that I'm, you know, feeling good with the movements. And then other times I, I, I do want to see, you know, um, the skill and the technique to lift the heavier weight when it feels heavier and still feel like I have the same technique and not like losing form because it's feeling heavier or whatever. So, 
you know, um, physique. Now, what, Logan wants what, to know about what does physique, that do physique-wise? I, I mean, babe. If physique. anything, it just, uh, babe, uh, babe. As far as physique is concerned, I think it just helps your cheeks. Um, your your Maurice cheeks. Yeah. Uh, no, I think uh, I think it just helps you to uh, get technical with things. So then you're going to improve your dead deadlift. You know, you're going to improve. Um, your overhead press, so your shoulder strength, your your hamstrings, um, you know. So uh, physique wise, it it just uh, I, don't, I don't I don't come know. on, man. I, answer the fucking question. I don't know, dude. <laughs> I don't know if it's helping my physique so much as you know. It takes core strength and it takes uh, great hamstrings and it takes you know. Do they or do they not improve your physique? What do you need it for? You want it for your traps? You're going to do a bunch of cleans for traps? I, I mean, look, I I think uh, when you started doing those lifts, your body looked better. Sure. And uh, a lot of those CrossFit guys and gals that are doing those lifts uh, pretty regularly look ripped. You know, they, yeah. they do look good. Yeah. Uh, uh, but, you, but, you know, that can also be said where if you're, if you're looking at an Olympic, uh, Olympian doing Olympic lifts, yeah. you know, if they're, they're in the weight class of, you know, the the small weight class and they're lifting heavy, they're yeah. very very fit. Yeah. But if you look at those heavy dudes lifting heavy, they are they have a lot of muscle and a lot of technique, but yeah, they can still have you know robust. Yeah, more the robust build, robust so. in the build. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, as far as I, it can be great. Yeah, I'm with you as far as shoulder stability, and it, it kind of maybe opens up some doors for you know those other those other more bodybuilding type lifts you're going to be doing right. you're going to be doing those right now whereas maybe before you didn't and uh, just right. uh, just because you're trying to do those olympic lifts correctly and that's really the only way to lift is you have to do it right but right. I'm, so I, that's that's why like physique wise it kind of varies because you're like well are you trying to do them you're trying to do them heavier or whatever like you know it's like if you're trying to be a power lifter or you're trying to put muscle on, sometimes you throw on an extra couple LBs because you're, you're lifting heavier. Right. You know? Um, but if you're, um, if you're adding Olympic lifts into like a, you know, um, a workout that is like a high intensity workout and you're doing it with dumbbells, you know, and you're just doing like single arm snatches, but they're Olympic style lifts, then yeah, you're, you're doing it more for the movement and you know, it's going to change your physique in that way. So, yeah. And I think if you, if we are kind of looking at, uh, a pebble in the water and the ripples that it could cause. Ooh, nice work. Uh, as the benefits, if, you know, if you're at a place to where you're, you're maybe struggling with motivation to go to the gym or to push yourself in the weight room because, um, you know, the bodybuilding stuff can be boring if you're not training for a competition or something. It could just be like, Oh, I'm, I am bored with this Olympic weightlifting will give, will put a motor behind what you're doing. It'll give you some purpose, whether it be doing the lifts, right? Like Eugene was saying, or it be getting stronger. And then, so then you, you know, it just, it tends to make the work more fun because uh, there's more of a goal behind it that's tangible. You can either feel the lifts improve yeah. or you can feel the LBs go up on what you're able to do. And then that can uh, 
you know, all you just throw a purpose behind what you're doing and uh, you'll see how much, you know, how dramatic the results are as opposed yeah. to just kind of like stabbing in the dark, at, you know, doing just some kind of arbitrary split bodybuilder routine. All right, Logan, Logan, where are you going? Logan. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of name is rogue. Uh, shout out to Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I played Logan. I, Hugh Jackman. Mm. <laughs> Did you see the greatest showman? No. Didn't see that one? You'd think I would, right? Yeah. I didn't. Yeah. Seems like Quincy might like that. Yeah, I don't know. Some I think it's a little bit numbers? too much of a movie. Yeah. A little too much of too, a movie? Too much of a movie right now for him. It's got that big song in it. <laughs> it's got the big. I don't know if that's the big song in it. <laughs> it's got a big like opening that kind of starts sure. like. Yeah. Did you like it? Uh, I tried to watch it, but I was like, I can't, what the fuck am I doing with this shit? Sure. <laughs> but I, 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 I did kind of like it, but I couldn't finish it. Um, but I do like Hugh Jackman. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is a tough one and this has come up before. So let's see if we can solve this for this motherfucker. This is to coming to us from Anton squared me. Anton squared me. Any tips for vegetarian low carb meals now? Huh? Not impossible. They do exist, but my guess is you you want some protein in there. And when you go vegetarian, it is tough to go to eat high protein, low carb. And I'm yeah. I'm curious if Anton squared me is vegan or not. Vegan adds another element because you lose eggs and cheese, um, which can kind of help add some protein and sustenance to these, but I think, I, I think what you need to do is you, you, you need to look at your fats and I think you need to implement nuts and beans and then grains in the form of uh, quinoa to where you're getting protein and some good bang for your buck grain wise lentils, that kind of thing. Now the dilemma is that those do have carbs in them. <laughs> Uh, right. I, I realize that. So I think that you need to be limited and strategic with how you're using those. So you, they are complex carbohydrates. So it's obviously, you know, eating a cup of lentils is a lot better than eating, um, you know, 15 pieces of wonder bread. Uh, so I think, and then you can kind of, there's tricks that you can do if you're eating, like if you look at like the low carb model for people that are having lean protein uh, in from a meat form, stuff like zucchini noodles and that kind of thing. You can absolutely carry that over into the vegetarian diet. And then instead of the protein, if you're doing soy, you can have tempeh or some kind of tofu. If you're avoiding that, then you can do, uh, you know, boost them up with some lentils or some beans. Um, and that can kind of give you some protein. Or if you're doing eggs, you know, add the eggs in. Or if you're doing yeah. cheese, then you can add some cheese in. I don't know. What do you think, Huge? Yeah. I mean, that's the hardest, I think, uh, combining all of those. Um, I, I you know, it, it really goes back to like, you know, uh, why and how are you doing it? You know, are you new to being vegetarian or are you new to trying to be low carb? 
or are you trying to do both at once? And if you're trying to do both at once, it's, I think, think about the reasoning why you're doing any of it. Um, so you want uh, him I, to just quit this? I think I, I, I want him to, uh, I, I think I'm, I'm we more got your question, on, Anton. Why are you doing this? Quit it. Yeah. Why are you doing it in that way? If you, if you're having a hard time finding protein sources or you, you know, I don't know if he you, is, I, I, I may have, um, projected onto him a little bit. He just said, Hey, any suggestions for low carb yeah. vegetarian meals? Yeah. So that, and that'd been a little stanger baggage that I, sure. I unfairly sidled up because you know, like saddled, a good sal- saddled, yeah. sidled, sidled up and I sidled, sidled them up. with. You know, a good salad, like we were talking about earlier, is just a great meal for anybody. And then, you know, if you need proteins outside of that, um, you know, you can do your supplementation wise, or you can, you know, focus on vegetarian friendly or vegan friendly protein options for yourself that are going to have some carbohydrates in it. But if you're trying to like get into keto or whatever, ketosis of it, then you know, I think that's a different math and figuring out why you want to do that. Uh, here's, here's one for you. Um, pasta sauces. So say you do the zucchini noodles or spaghetti squash, Mm -hmm. you can, you can do a pesto and a pesto is going to have some protein because it's, it's a nut base. Um, they do pesto with walnuts or they do it with pine nuts. Mm -hmm. And so you could do like a zucchini noodles with an avocado pesto. Uh, and that, you know, so right away getting some good fats, getting some protein, it's a low carb, it's a vegetarian and it's not a, it's not a fucking disaster of a meal. It's actually pretty fucking good. Um, and filling. So like people think that like, oh, nuts, what do I just have 10 pecans with my meal? No, you can, you can grind the nuts up and make some kind of sauce with that son of a bitch, some kind of pesto sauce. That's sure. the first one that comes to mind. There's got to be more and many more. many more. Yeah. And then, so like quinoa and then even like chickpeas, hummus, you know, a lot of like uh, Indian dishes have make good use of, uh, the good complex carbs that have some protein in there. So, you know, chickpeas, hummus, that kind of stuff can be great. And, uh, yeah, you know, and then also, yeah, find out what you're doing with eggs and dairy because that can be that can be easy protein too, if you are allowing yourself those. And if not, you're still okay. You'll find it. But uh, that's a couple for you. All right, Anton, don't yep. say we never I did like anything it. for you. Don't say that the help stopped. The help started day one with us, and 224 episodes, right and it's continuing. Okay, here's another quick one. Tyler of Nova. The creator? Oh. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> Tyler of Nova. This is another tricky one. Best at home lat exercise. I don't have a pull up bar or bench, but I have a set of adjustable dumbbells. Sure. Tyler of Nova. No pull up bar uh, or bench, but dumbbells. Saw sure. rows, bent over rows. Bent over rows. Great one. Yeah. So you Renegade can go, rows. What's that? Great one. I said Renegade rows, a great one yep. when you're in that push up position. Right. Uh, you can do the bent over row with both dumbbells at the same time with grip variation. So that's, yep. you know, one of them would be one knee up uh, or, you know, yourself stabilized with one hand uh, on the wall or something and you're rowing one side at a time. 
The other way with the dumbbells is both dumbbells at the same time uh, with a flat back. And then if you have a band, you can anchor the band in the doorway and then go seated and then do, you know, pull down. You can go wide grip, pull down to your chest from a seated position. Sure. So you're sitting with your legs facing the door. Uh, the, 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 the band is anchored at the high point of the door and then you scrunch your knees up, you know, so that like you're scooting your butt closer to the door and then you're bringing the band down to the top of your chest, uh, in a wide grip pull for, for lats, for pull downs. But if he's asking what, was the question, what, what we consider the best one would be? Uh, he's, yeah, he says best. I, I would say the bent over rows is the best. Yeah the best of what you have. Um, yeah. Is it something the best? What's that? Is that song? That Foo Fighter song is about the best lat pull exercise, right? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I'm pretty sure it is. Lat pull. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And I'll give you the best, the best, the best, the best lat pull. Uh, yeah. So Tyler, maybe listen to that song too. Yeah. That could help. I think, you know, doing, doing, so I, I'm with Eugene. You're going to get the most from that because you can push the, you can pull the most weight rather P- pull rather than push. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you could even, you could even prime your lats by doing that kind of seated lat pull with the bands and then superset right into heavy lat pulls or heavy yeah. dumbbell rows so that you're using a lot of lat. Cause right. that's kind of, it's a little bit in how you're, uh, the, the ergonomics of how you're the mechanics of how you're pulling too. you yeah. want to pull with that dumbbell as close to your hip as possible. Right. To, to get the lats to fire mm-hmm. as opposed to your, you know, up closer into your shoulder, your ribs, you're pulling it. Yeah. You're doing like a low pull. If that makes sense. You're, you're, you're trying to put it in your pocket, put it in your pocket. You're trying to, you're trying and to hold ca- it and hold it there for a second. Yeah. Catch a falling star and put it in your pocket. Mm-hmm. Never let mm-hmm. it fly away, float away. Sure. <clears throat> uh, Move on. Moving on. Moving on. <laughs> Do you like that song? Catch a falling star and put it in your pocket, Eugene. Uh, we're we're too deep into songs for this episode. <laughs> I think we should cut it off, dude. We went from the greatest showman to ludicrous, and all that's like we're done. <laughs> we're the done. <laughs> We're done. Can you get that? That's the greatest showman in one note. No. You <laughs> <laughs> Jackman. Ah, I recognize that song. Uh, have you, would you go see him do it live at MSG? Madison square garden, Madison square garden. Go see him do the greatest showman live. He did. He's doing live concerts or they were selling out. Really? Yeah. I don't know. Come on, man. I'm Yo, not, do I'm Wolverine. Not, <laughs> I would love to see him do Wolverine live. Bro, do Wolverine, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Less singing, more clom, bro. <laughs> Art of Danliness, friend of the podcast. Have either of mm-hmm. you gotten yourselves a Heather Grape Dumbbells hoodie? No. 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 You are the first. Not the only, but the first, definitely. I should get Heather Grip. I don't even know if it's an option anymore, but I think it might be. It sounds it sounds like a good flavor. Yeah. Heather Grape? Yeah. Cause mm-hmm. slushy or something. Yeah. Did you know that Grape Also like a like a television actress? 
Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, it totally does. Like who's Not in movies. that? Uh, I think it. No, 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 yeah. no. Because it's like, who's in that? Oh, it's um, it's Celine Moonfry and um, yeah. and Heather Grape. Yeah, it's a Party of Five spinoff that they yeah. were in. Yeah, Heather they're... Grape, Celine Moonfry, and Damon Wayans Jr. It's <laughs> good. Punky is that Punky Brewster? Yeah, that's punks. Punky. But yeah, I don't know. I haven't gotten one of those yet. We haven't should, yet. That should be that should be my next. Uh, um, self self grab for the uh, for the dumbbells gear. I still rock a Kelly Green's a Kelly Green uh, dumbbells hoodie. Oh, nice Kelly Green. Yeah. Um. Do you, I think Kelly should also be a blue color because of the Kelly Blue Book, right? Sure. Yeah. 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 I'm not wrong for thinking that. That also sounds like a sitcom um, actress too, Kelly Green. Kelly Green. Yeah. Yeah. Heather Grape. Kelly Green, Heather, Heather Grape. Grape. Mm-hmm. Uh it was uh yeah, it was a Facts of Life spin-off. Mm-hmm. Uh okay, here's a good one. My name, let's see here. My name Theret Theredet. Good. My good name Thar Thardet. My name Thardet. Since some of us are now able to get back to gyms. How should mm. we balance our excitement with the threat of debilitating DOMS, D-O-M-S, delayed onset muscle soreness? Um, I think, I think take, just, you got to do a fact finding mission. Yeah. You got to just go in there. And if you feel like given it, given 10, you got to give five for the first couple. Right. Yeah. Two or three at least, and then just see. Because I've had it to where I'm like, ah, oh, I can finally squat again, and I just, I don't even feel like I'm pushing that hard, and I am so fucking sore after that. Yeah, that brutal. I, yeah. So, uh, I, you gotta. It's been long enough, and it it'll be a long road back. But take the time. Yeah, I would. Yeah. So I would say, think of what your max effort is, and cut it in half at least. Yeah. For the first one. And I would say maybe even the first two or three. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And then, and then see, you're going to fucking hurt yourself, you know, especially, I mean, there's, there's some stuff you can push yourself on, but, uh, you know, in these kind of auxiliary lifts, but anything that you're any compound movements, any standing movements, I would be very careful of what I'm getting underneath and uh yes and sure. take your time because I mean, look dude we're all we all fucking missed a year so we're all in the same boat so take your time there's no rush yeah yeah even if you were working on at home and have a great setup and all that stuff by the time that you go back to the gym and you have that adrenaline of being in the gym and you're just grabbing those dumbbells that you didn't have at home and you're just like i'm gonna take these 75s for a ride yeah because you didn't have them you didn't have them and you're like don't just because they feel good on the first couple of reps doesn't mean you need to bang out 12. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, for like, you know, four sets and just be like, I'm back, baby. Like yeah. you're going to, you're going to hurt yourself. Didn't miss a step. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what a cocky move to scream. on the first day back at the YMCA. <laughs> I'm fucking better. I'm better. <laughs> yeah, I'm better. You got weak, Grandma. Not you miss me. me. You miss me. You using the hundreds, Grandma? <laughs> I am. Yeah. Uh, uh, nine, ten, uh, twelve, five, four, five, six, seven, nine, twelve. 
<laughs> I planned on doing 10. I did 20. <laughs> what a fucking animal, dude. Uh, yeah, that's going to be me day one. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Take the thousands for a ride on the fucking trucks. <laughs> <laughs> Guy's struggling with 2,000 pounds. Just moving my head. Hey, welcome back. You guys still got the thousands here? (laughs) (laughs) You guys didn't get rid of those thousands, did you? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking hey, dude. Oh, my God. There's gold Jim has like... uh, Two 350-pound gold dumbbells. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> That's so dumb. Uh, oh, but fun. Fuck. But fun. Dumb but fun, yep. Dumb but fun. Uh, how many more should we do? You want to do two more? Yeah, yeah, let's do a couple more. Okay, uh, Madamo33, is it better to work out in the morning or after dinner? Kids make it hard to work out. They certainly do, Madamo. They certainly do. I think my advice is two-part. Uh, first and most important, work out whenever you're most likely to do it. So sure. whatever that's going to be to be consistent. And two, unfortunately, that usually is the earlier the better. Yes. Um, that's when you'll have the most energy for the day. And it'll give you energy for the day. Yeah, and just too much and less shit can come up. As the day goes on, shit comes up and, uh, you know, if you've, if you've made time for it in the morning and that's your routine and you don't miss, you're just statistically much more likely to fit it in. And I can say anecdotally from myself and my workouts, I'm in a better place when I'm doing that. I'm more consistent, but also as a trainer over the years, the most consistent people that I had by far were the people that exercised earlier in the day. The ones yeah. that had excuses um, or, or had shit coming up were always the people that were later in the afternoon. They'd have stretches where they were good, but the people that went on for years and years and years and years and still train uh, are the earlier morning yeah. people. Because it's a priority and it's yeah. one, it's it's scheduled in. Yes. Where you, you, you schedule it in for after the kids are to bed, you know, then all of a sudden you're tired from your day. A bunch of things could have happened through the day that you know, make it harder for you to commit or you forget about something that you didn't do. You're, you know, there's a good chance that you're not going to, you know, it's, it's, if you have an early morning commitment, it happens less often. Right. Um, And usually if you know that that's going to happen, you, you, you have the ability sometimes to either make the choice to go to bed a little bit earlier to wake up earlier mm-hmm. or just wake up earlier that morning to just get something in. Yeah. And that just seems more possible than trying to squeeze something in at the end of the day that also you might be working out with the idea of, you know, hating the workout, like having yeah. a negative, yeah. you know, a negative view of that workout. Cause you're like, well, I promised myself I'd fit it in, you know, yeah. I do this fucking Rough. shit. Yeah. Uh, I will say though, so that's psychologically, I, I think that they've, the, the research is that your testosterone does peak later in the day. Hmm. So from an optimum training standpoint, um, the Maybe reason later in the day, yeah, but so that's just giving you the, the kind of the raw science of it. But I think you saying that you have kids, it's like, get it in early, dude, just 
make sure. it make it happen early. That's you're going to be the most consistent because it doesn't matter when your testosterone peaks if you ain't fucking working out. So, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You but know some people it. just some people just love that raw science. You know what I'm saying? Dude, tell me about it, man. I feel you. <laughs> oh, okay. one more. One more again. Um, let's see here. Try to find one more. People want to know about juicing. People want to know about putting a uh, salad in the blender. What do you know about grease the grooves? Grease the groove. Do you know anything about that? What do you mean? The, the, the workout style, um, that Pavel Totsolin, the, the guy that the oh. kettlebell guy, he, this is his thing. Grease the groove where you do little bits of your workout shorter yeah, I, I, I've never done it. I, I haven't done it either. I don't know if I know enough about it to give you a good answer, Zach no. Norman. Uh, but I would like to do some research, really focusing on it and, and, and really talk about it, though, because yeah, I am curious. Yeah, so this is coming to us from Zach Borman. Uh, I tell you what, Zach, we'll we'll flag this question and then answer it on a later, later episode. I wanted, I have heard about it. All I've read is maybe a, like a, a, like a New York times piece or something on it. You know, of course it's getting traction because it's, you know, you work out for 20 minutes a day and it's easy. You're just doing five sets and it's right. about, it's about, uh, you know, uh, creating neural pathways and then recruiting more muscle fiber. And it's not about, it's not the overload principle to where you're trying to break the muscle down or, or lift to failure or fatigue. It's about, um, it's about always doing the sets perfectly and the reps perfectly with less right. weight. Um, and there, there seems, I, I, I can say that I, I, it, it, you're, if you're training for strength, it's trickier, you know, overload seems to be the best for strength training, but again, I don't know enough about it. So let's research it. And then we'll, yeah. we'll talk about it at a later date. Uh, Hans Berger, Dan Hans Berger underscore Dan. What are the next couple of movements I can add to complement and keep things fr uh, fresh past bench squat, deadlift and overhead press. So the next couple of movements, what does he got right now? Squat bench. He's got, uh, yeah. Bench, squat, deadlift, and overhead press. I mean, if you can, if you can start working on that pull-up game. Pull-up game, yeah. So that adds the mm -hmm. pole in there. Um, yeah. You know, rows. Rows, yeah. Uh, lunges. I right now you're only on squat, bench, deadlift, overhead. Overhead press and what else? Oh, that's it. What was the last one? Oh, that's bench, it. squat, deadlift, overhead press. I, I mean, I think those are really good primary movements. Yes. You have two variations Amazing. on the push in your press, uh, your bench press and your overhead press, and then you have two variations on legs with your squat and your deadlift. Right. You know, you're you're missing a pull in there, so I'm with you, Gene. Yeah. So adding the lat pulls and the rows right away will kind of get you into some balance there. Mm -hmm. um, and then as far as you know. Uh, legs, you're training together a lot. Uh, you know, look into the individual leg stuff. So yeah, pistol sure. squats, lunges, lunges pistol squats, step yeah. ups, Bulgarian split squats, Bulgarian split split squats. Yeah, all that. Um, and because it seems to me like, you know, you're, we don't need to tell you to do bicep curls or whatever. You may not be interested in that. But as far as yeah. these kind of hormonally intelligent exercises that pull in a lot of muscle, 
And a yeah. lot of, yeah, I think that the, um, those leg variations on the movements we laid out there and adding in a pull part of the workout will yeah. open up, uh, some exciting possibilities for you. Hornburger underscore Dan. Hornburger Sweet, underscore dude. Dan. I love these. Hansburger. I love, oh, I fucked it I up. love, um, no, come on. He's, I think he gets it. Hornburger. Sorry about that. I'm talking about myself. Sorry about that horn, <laughs> Hornburger. Oh, uh, fucking Stanger's a Hornburger, man. But you know what? I, uh, you know, we, um. Hornburger. Yeah. Hornburger. Great stand-up. Hansburger underscore Dan. I, I, I like the idea of just uh, answering a bunch of these and yapping through it, but I definitely want to grease the groove situation, get into it, see what, what that, I think they're pretty interesting exercises, right? I don't know. I, I, he I has a whole like, book about it. Um, yeah. So again, it's like I, all, all I've seen is this kind of people's bastardized, bastardized sure, sure. version of it, what they think it is and whatever. I think people kind of cater it to suit them. Yeah. Um, you know, confirmation bias and all that. So I'd, I'd be curious to see what specifically he's saying, uh, that qualifies for it. Yeah. But it's, it's that kind of, it's like you're doing, you know, instead of doing, uh, you know, all your chest and tries loaded up on one day, you're doing them throughout the week. Five, you know, five sets you're doing Monday through Friday, Friday, 20 minute workouts, five reps, five sets, that kind of shit. I think. Yeah. We'll so, see. Yeah. We'll figure it out. And not look, um, this guy popular, supposedly popularized, popularized kettlebells in the United States. So, you know, great. I, I mean, I give him some, yeah, some credibility some because credit. of that, because kettlebells have saved my old, saved my young ass. Mm-hmm. Son, dad, Ugh. mom. Um, yeah. If you have questions for us, like these questions, um, or if we answered it kind of, uh, you've, you had the question that somebody asked and you have a follow-up, please, um, follow us on social media and then, you know, DM us or whatever, uh, at the dumbbells across the platforms. And if you want to email us and ask us privately, um, even more privately or, or long form question, or you just want to gloat about, you know, something that you are doing, if you are greasing the groove and you're happy with your success so far, email us about that. Totally down to, you know, see what's going on there. No um, masturbation stuff. Yeah, yeah. See, nobody was thinking that. Everybody was thinking Frazier. Greasing the groove? Come yeah. on. Yeah, everybody was thinking Frazier, bro. Frazier. So then uh, you can email us at askthedumbbells at gmail.com. Yes. Thank you to all the people that submitted questions. There were a ton. Uh, we can, we'll, we'll save them and answer more on later eps. We appreciate it. All good questions. The only dumb question is the one, the one from Stanger is the one from Stanger asking if people are thinking about something weird and horny. Uh, <laughs> so on behalf of myself and Eugene Cordero, the dumbbells and, uh, all our wonderful contributing listeners out there asking questions today, we like to remind everybody that's out there listening to train dirty, Eat clean and live in between. Two, nice. three, I'm fucking better. <laughs> Amazing. That was a headgum podcast.